Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers.
edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Of course, uh, 106.1 FM, Nash Icon on your radio dial. Uh, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, uh, digital platforms that, uh, again, you can take our show with you anywhere. Free download for your smartphone and tablet. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on all your favorite podcasting platforms. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Mike DeChillier of WWL Radio is going to be our guest. Live broadcast this Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. on LAE Thursday night. Uh, 10 o'clock also on Thursday night on WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, and always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Look forward to uh, having Mike back on the show this week. Uh, On today's program, uh, we uh, have Fletcher Mackle of uh, Channel 6 Sports joining us at 435 this afternoon. And at 535 in his normal slot, it's Larry Holder of The Athletic. And today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, in the super premium cat- gin category, it is rolling. And I'm telling you, man, hot, 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 hot spirit. And, of course, these uh, very, very hot summer months. Much like Midsummer Solstice, uh, Lunar, fast becoming, again, the highest-selling limited edition spirit in that super, brin- super gin um, uh, premium category. Um, and, of course, you'll, you'll taste it immediately. Uh, the notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh notes of citrus, Alluring uh, juniper character, lengthened by deep earthy notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, along with, again, fresh coastal herbs. And uh, the finish is unmistakable. It's a crisp citrus finish. Uh, This limited edition Henry's Gin can be found at your favorite spirit store. Uh, By now, in your favorite restaurant or your favorite bar, right? And ask those that are are in the know, whether, again, it's your favorite mixologist or, again, those that that are at some of these top-line spirit stores about Henry's Gin, about, again, the full portfolio of William Grant products, uh, including, again, Henry's Neptunia, which is only a limited edition. Uh, Rolled out in March. It'll be gone by the end of the year. Get out there, stock some bottles up, get ready. I mean, a lot of people were upset because they thought Midsummer Solstice and Lunar would be around for a while and, and didn't stock up, you know, and, of course, when they're gone, they're gone. They're, not, they're just not making them anymore. So this is a limited edition. If you love it, and a lot of people, again, are, are going crazy over, again, the, uh, the flavor profile, uh, get out there and, again, buy a bottle. Heck, buy as many bottles as you can of Hendrix Neptunia uh, Super Premium Gin by our friends over at, at uh, William Grant. William Grant Independent Family Distillers since 1887. All right, a lot to get into, man. O- over the weekend, um, first of all, again, the, the you know Jarvis Landry signing on, on Friday, which was a great, great uh, uh, day for the New Orleans Saints. And a lot of Saints fans, and look, I've been calling for it all, all offseason long, right? I mean, it's very unusual when the Saints kind of follow the things that, I, that, that I've been talking about in this program. What do we talk about? Weapons, right? For the le- going back all the way to last year when when uh, when they rolled out that big lots uh, uh, group of wide receivers for Jameis Winston, and it became pretty evident very very quickly that he's not Drew Brees. He's not gonna he's not going to lift those wide receivers, you know, to the status that Brees did um, because he's just not Brees. Okay, Brees is Brees, and not knocking Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is 
still evolving as a quarterback and hopefully has learned the lesson from Breeze and Peyton uh, when he was under their toolage. And he'll take that to, to the playing field this year and play a lot like he did in the first seven games of last year. What was it? Uh, two interceptions, one, um, what, three interceptions, and one, um, one fumble. We want him to be, again be turnover free, but he needs weapons. And I've been begging for weapons again. And and obviously again the Saints saw the same thing. You know I've been again when it was, when when Marcus Williams left. What was I saying? Tyron Matthew, bring him in. He's a perfect fit. Uh, we didn't think it was going to happen, right? Because the Saints just don't sign LSU players. Uh, this regime is a little bit different. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Where again they. They, they, they re- they're realizing uh, the benefit of having homegrown players in, in a post-Breeze and post-Payton era. Um, and, of course, uh, two players that are leaders, two players that are some of the best of their position, and two players that are going to come in and immediately make an impact for this team in, in Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew. So, again, re- really good move there when you start talking about that. Um, so, and then to find out, once again, the Saints get a hometown discount. They got a hometown discount from Tyron Matthew, who really signed a two-year deal uh, worth about $27 million, $18 million of that guaranteed. And they get a $6 million one-year deal from Jarvis Landry, who's coming off an injured, injured season, who wants to put himself in a position where he can, again, either re-sign with the Saints for more money or again, to get back on the open market next season. Uh, after this, after this season, and, and be able to again bank uh, another big contract, maybe his last big contract as a pro. So again, great moves by this team. And look, times are changing out on Alon Drop. The, the Loomis Allen era is proving to be different than the Peyton era of, of New Orleans when he was in New Orleans. First of all, and look, this is this is now. We don't we don't know if this is going to be like this forever. But it seems like Dennis Allen is much more relaxed in front of the local media. You know, kind of like Peyton was in his early years before he won the Super Bowl. Now, that, that could change, right? He hasn't even coached a game as head coach of the New Orleans Saints. I'm talking the permanent head coach, not interim head coach, not filling in, etc. right? Um, but when you look at, the, again, the, 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 um, the, the, the press conferences uh, that, that were Sean Payton had, um, remember, agitated, would, would, would hit, hit a reporter with a next question, it seems that at least Dennis Allen going into this is trying to have a rapport with the local media, much like, again, Peyton did with the national media, where he felt he was kind of bigger than the local media after the Super Bowl win. And now in, in, in hindsight, after all those years of feeding, what, these national media outlets, all the inside information about the Saints, it's paid off. We find out today he's going to be a studio analyst for Fox, which is, which is again, fine. We'll see, again, how he performs. Look, to me, It'll be interesting to see, again, what happens there. You know, how long is it going to be until he's back on the sidelines? Look, ask Drew Brees about how hard the transition is from football to broadcasting, how far, how that can be. Look, some people, some guys can do it immediately, okay? And it's a smooth transition. Some can't. Some can't. But look, back to Allen and Loomis. It's pretty evident also, again, that there's a different vision for the Saints post-Payton. First of all, again, recognizing uh, the box office duo of, of Payton and Brees um, that they're gone because that was the selling point, right? National TV. Look at the national tele- national televised games now on the on this year's schedule. Now that could change with again them flexing a little bit earlier this year, but again, um, uh, uh, well, yeah, two uh, Thursday night game and two Monday night games, and you got a Saturday afternoon game. I mean, come on, that's not that's that's not same football. Saints football is nationally televised games, and again, uh, networks again jockeying for the opportunity to have them on national television. 
course, things have changed now since the schedule's come out, especially adding someone like Tyron Matthew and Jarvis Landry, upgrading two parts of the roster, which needed upgrading, right? But again, you never can, you can't rely on Peyton and Breeze now to, to get you again up front in terms of box office. And look, because of that, I think they softened their stance on local players. I understand what Peyton did. He passed on local players because he felt they were going to be distracted playing for the Saints. And in some cases, he probably was correct. But let's face it. LSU has put more players in the pros than any other university, okay? Um, You could say alongside of, again, Ohio State and Alabama, right? But Peyton chose to go with Ohio State players. Um, It is what it is. Loomis sees the box office value in, in LSU players, especially veterans. And it seemed, again, without hesitation, picking up on, on Tyron Matthew and, and, and Jarvis Landry. Look, we were all, when, when, they, when they were at least, you know, testing the waters here, we were all wondering, okay, well, got to get this done. Got to get this done. At least I was, right? But they were, they, they again bided their time, and rightly so. Peyton passed on a lot of quality LSU talent at positions of need over the last decade, and, and nobody can dispute that. No one can dispute that. I'll give credit to the Loomis-Allen tandem. They were patient when it came to free agency. I was one that was screaming, we need weapons, we need weapons, go get weapons, you need weapons. And, of course, they were able to strategically re-sign their own first, right, their own free agents, hold on to compensatory picks after losing both Armstead and Williams. Again, another smart move, especially after using utilizing picks to move up uh, to be able to target certain players. Also recognizing there's a possibility that uh, Peyton may come back to coaching next year. They may be able to recoup some of those draft picks in addition to the compensatory picks, which they needed. They also recognize something that, I, that I've said uh, in, 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 since last offseason, right, as we opened up this show. Winston is not Breeze. He needs weapons to be successful, especially in a post-Peyton era, okay? And they address that, Okay. Going from a receiver room that what what, what Peyton, Peyton lied pretty much I mean lied he looked right at us and lied and said he again that he liked the the room okay he liked the receiver room we know better now okay we saw that even going into training camp okay nobody was buying into that like I said Peyton needed a priest when he when he met the media and says I like my my receiver room okay they needed to get legit playmakers for for Jameis Winston veterans that he can trust, that can get separation, that can, again, can catch contested balls, that can run precise routes. All these things, again, Winston didn't get from Peyton last season, but he still went 5-2 and two before the injury. And, and, I, and I say again, the reason why he was injured was he wasn't comfortable in throwing the ball in tight windows to those big lot receivers. And he started to run and move the ball with his legs. Won't have to do that this year. Again, when you look at Loomis and, and Allen, they were unafraid of picking up Tyron Matthew at safety. Look, he doesn't have the range of Marcus Williams, but he's a playmaker. And, of course, now with the addition of Mays, Marcus Mays and him, they're interchangeable safeties, they, which means they can easily disguise their coverage. And then they got a hometown discount to boot. The Honey Badger gave him a hometown discount in, in a post-Breeze era. And, that, that again, that helps, no doubt about it, because that's another, that's another viable star that people can see. Uh, from outside of the city. 
They went out and got Jarvis Landry. I said it before, the perfect fit for this offense. He could play opposite Michael Thomas. He could play in the slot. He could run Michael Thomas's route tree. If Michael Thomas doesn't come back from injury or if he's re-injured, and he can coexist with an Olave, a Hardy, a Callaway. But the most important thing is a veteran with skins on the wall that can be trusted, okay? Not a room full of discount receivers from big lots. The one thing I give Loomis and Allen credit is, again, they saw the lack of talent at wide receiver, and they upgraded the position. They needed to do that going into this season, okay? They saw what I saw, that, breathe, again, Jameis is not Breeze, okay? Winston needs playmakers to be successful, where Breeze could lift all around him. That's what makes him a first-ballot Hall of Famer. Jameis is not there yet. I saw it. You saw it. I screamed about it on this show. You can't go into another season with big lot receivers. But last year, Peyton did. And what did it result in? The worst offense of his era. Embarrassed to walk out again with that type of offense. Horrible offense. Yeah, there were four quarterbacks. There were 58 different starters. I get it. I, 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 I know. I know. It led to nine, to, to nine and eight. But there was a miscalculation of talent at the wide receiver position that cost them. And it cost them dearly. This offseason, they go after, uh, after Tyron Matthew. They go after Jarvis. And to me, I thought the best fits in terms of leadership, experience, all pro ability. And they didn't shy away from him because they were homegrown. They didn't shy away from him because they went to LSU. That, to me, is a huge step for this organization. I mean, much like, again, look. When I was screaming about the big lot receiving cores from last year, I was also screaming for weapons for Jameis, right? Didn't I say that earlier today? Weapons for Jameis all offseason long. They've got to get legit NFL weapons for for, for Jameis Winston to be successful. I was screaming for Landry. I was screaming for Matthew all offseason long, and they got him at a discount price. Give them a tremendous amount of credit, okay? I mean, again, they know how to play cards. They know how to play poker. They waited and waited. And, yes, maybe they had a, a wink and a smile handshake agreement with these guys that, you know, maybe they, they wouldn't go anywhere else before maybe sitting down with the Saints, whatever it was. They got them at a discount. So when you look at now the changeover here with a Loomis Allen contingent leading this team now, they're setting their own path. And from where I sit, they've ultimately made all the right moves in this offseason. Now, look. We could debate a few things. First of all, we can debate letting Armstead walk for, what, the 16th highest contract for left tackle? I mean, come on. Um, we could debate giving up five picks for Olave. Hopefully he's going to be worth it. Uh, we can pray that Penning is going to be a plug-and-play player and then will make us forget Armstead because Armstead, when he was healthy, was one of the best at his position. Question is, again, could you pay a guy uh, that, uh, that was missing an average of six or seven games a year? And it was hard. So I think we're getting salary cap restraints. I get it. We can second-guess them not having picks in the third and fourth rounds, but I think that's somewhat softened by the signing of Jarvis Landry, the signing of Tyron Matthew, because those were two positions where maybe you're picking up the safety and the wide receiver that may help you down the line here. And look, I'm going to continue to scream about running back because this is still an incomplete team, okay? It's not just because of Alvin Kamara's court case, because Alvin Kamara needs a running mate. He needs a running mate. I mean, the bottom line is, again, when you look at that, at, at that running back room right now, it is, it is almost, I'm not saying as bad as it was because that's not, that's not truthful as, as the wide receiver room last year. 
But that, that, that running back room is nothing to get excited about right now. And that, that's the truth. Mark Ingram is older. How long, how, how long can, he, can he last in an NFL season and be effective? Uh, Tony Jones had a shot, couldn't do anything. Dwayne Washington had a shot, couldn't do anything. Both guys are great special teams players, but you can't put them out there and say, hey, you, you're the running game. And we don't know what Abram Smith is, but you're counting on a guy that's an undrafted free agent. They need a legit NFL running back back there to be a tandem with, with Alvin Kamara. Not just a guy in case Alvin Kamara misses eight games next year. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, this season. Okay? He needs a running mate. Keep him fresh for the playoff run. Don't, don't overuse him like they have a tendency to do. Now, look, they got great weapons at wide receiver now. Maybe they're going to throw the ball a little bit more than, than maybe in the past. But you still use an Alvin Kamara in the passing game as well. So they need another running mate there. Someone that doesn't have to be the same skill set as Kamara. A physical back that, again, can block for the, for the quarterback, that can run inside, and it can get you yardage. And then, of course, I'm going to continue to be able to screen for Quan Alexander. Okay? And, again, it doesn't, like, doesn't have anything to do with LSU. It has to do with the fit. The fit. Look, even if Werner is poised to take the next step, Quan is a vet. That's a, again, he's a quality linebacker. He brings energy, speed, and leadership to the defense, and we already know the fit here in New Orleans. We already know the fit. We already know the fit with this defense. And look, they're probably going to get a hometown discount again because they got one last season. So, again, this, if this team can pick up a NFL caliber back, right, that can complement Alvin Kamara, if Quan can come back in the fold, and I said him again, I probably would have had a hometown discount like he did last season. I think that, that this season is an opportunity to be able to, again, challenge for another NFC championship. The NFC is weak. I said it last week. Everybody wants to talk about Tampa Bay. Go look at, go peel the layers back on Tampa Bay. Same type of situation within the coaching staff. Co-defensive coordinators, elevating a defensive coach to the head coaching job. They got hit hard by free agency, especially when it comes to the offensive line that has to protect Tom Brady. Yeah, Brady's back, but if Brady can't get protected, we know it can happen. The Saints, again, have had the signature of success when it comes to pressuring Brady up the middle. I'm not saying Brady's going to just falter all of a sudden, but, hey, you put pressure on him, we know who he is. This team has a legitimate chance based on just the roster today. You had a couple more pieces of that, another running back, bring Quan back. They're ready for a run. Now, again, injuries can happen. We saw it last year, 58 different starters. Hopefully the football gods will smile on the Saints this year. We have no idea who Dennis Allen is as a, as a, as a head coach. We think we know, but we don't know until, again, he's in the fire here in New Orleans. Hopefully it's a lot different than, than again, in Oakland, and he's learned from that. Pete Carmichael, what's he going to be like without, again, having Peyton anywhere? There's no more shadow of Peyton. There's no more shadow of Peyton on that sideline. There's no more shadow of Peyton, again, overlooking on these coaches, especially on the offensive side where he was an offensive genius. Can he continue, again, uh, being, being a, a, carrying on the genius of Peyton, meaning Carmichael? We'll see. We'll find out. I mean, the, one great thing about Peyton was even on the fly, the adjustments he could make, seeing things. And then, of course, him and Breeze on the same page for so many years, again, almost, you know, almost finishing each other's sentences. I don't think Carmichael and Winston have that. Doesn't mean they can't develop it down the line here. But, the, but again, the Loomis-Allen uh, uh, era, to me, 
is getting off to a pretty good start. There was a pretty good base of a team to start with, and the players that they've added in the offseason make this team, a, again, a contender for the NFC. And if you're a contender for the NFC, you're a contender for the Super Bowl. Now, things have to go right, and one of those things, again, is Jameis Winston has to play at a high level. He cannot turn the football over. He has to play like he did in the first seven games of last year, and if he can do that with the weapons he has now, I have no doubt this team's going to be a contender. No doubt. But, again, you've got to be a little bit lucky in the NFL. We'll see, again, if that luck smiles on the, on the Saints this year. Because, again, I'll say it again. It was a great year with Breeze and Peyton, okay? The greatest in the history of the organization, especially for somebody that came from, again, from, from watching this team since 67 and, and, and so many trials and tribulations of being, again, a Saints fan. It was tough. And the generation of Saints fans now, all they know is winning. <laughs> and we'd love to see that continue. But it's a new era now. And it'll be interesting to see, again, how they – how they handle this going forward. So far, you've got to give them an A for the offseason. You do. You can question again how they utilize some of their assets, what they did. All that's up for conjecture, and all that's going to be second-guessed. But right now on paper, this is a better team than they were last year at this time. And last year, they, was, they were thought to be a contender. Remember, 9-8, and eight, 58 different starters, four different quarterbacks. And this is a better team today than it was this time last year. We shall see. All right, don't forget about my, my, my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt. It uh, doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or brand you have at your home. They're authorized to service all. The Nate Certified Technicians continue to do education on the second floor of the Burkhardt's um, um, compound in, in Mandeville, constantly keeping up with, again, the latest when it comes to air conditioning systems. And then, of course, treating your home like their home, treating your time like their time. The 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, making sure they clean up after themselves, using the latest in technology, not only measure your home to make sure, again, you got the right AC for your home or your business, but again, again, using that technology to keep your AC, again, running a top-notch. That's all you can ask for. Honesty, reliability. That's Burkhart. acpromise.com. ACPromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrick Neptunia Gin. It's a special edition gin. Get out there and get it now in the super premium category. Hendrick Neptunia Gin, part of the William Grant family of spirits. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by KFC. Biting into a sandwich is good. Getting the perfect bite of KFC's juicy, hand-breaded, 100% white meat chicken filet with tangy mayo, thick-cut pickles, and a buttery brioche bun? That's finger-licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich in classic or spicy today. Prices and participation may vary. Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high-rise. Look out for delays are solid on 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to just past Clearview. Look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also, in the meantime, look out for accidents Loyola at Octavia. Also, look out for accidents North Robertson at Franklin and also Teledano at South Roman. I'm at Robinson. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. 
DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin, part of the William Grant Family Distillers portfolio. We get out there and get it now. It's a limited edition gin. We'll be gone uh, by the end of 2022. So, again, stock up now on Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Breaking news out of Tulane University. Uh, Travis Jewett and, uh, and Tulane University have mutually uh, parted ways. Uh, assistant coach Jay Yeoman will serve as the interim head coach for the remainder of the of the season for the uh, Green Wave after another late late season collapse. So Travis Jewett out as uh, as Tulane baseball coach uh, effective immediately. All right, um, let's bring on Fletcher Mackle of Channel Six Sports. He joins us now on the program. Fletch, how are you? I'm uh, doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me. Fletch, before we uh, we jump into some Saints and other things, your your, your reaction to again the uh, sacking of um, Travis Jewett? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a big surprise. I mean, look, six seasons, he got hired in the summer of 16. So you went 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22. Six seasons without um, any type of postseason birth. I mean, you're talking about a program that under Rick Jones and then under Dave Pierce, I mean, had, had tremendous success, and they just couldn't find any. And, and Jewett came in from Vanderbilt with a, a successful program with Tim Corbin up there, but just could never – find his footing early on. I know he pushed away a lot of the older players when he may have had a chance to be good and developed younger players. And then, you know, those younger players just never got him over the hump. And the last couple of years, he's been okay, but it's just never been one of those situations that was, was great. And, and, and I don't think the fan base ever got behind him. I mean, that was the other, his best year would have been the COVID year where it really looked like they had a chance to really do something. Unfortunately, that was taken from them. But it just never seemed that, again, that the, the fan base jumped on, on, on the Jewett bandwagon. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and sometimes I felt like he didn't do enough to endear himself, that there were times that, and I know the people at Tulane did not like it when I did it, but I felt like he was almost mocking the history in the fan base. I remember last year he said something like, you know, people talk about this program like it's so great. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. He's like, Vanderbilt's great. And it's like, wow. I mean, it's just, again, I think that, and I do think sometimes if you go even higher, up the athletic department chain, I think they were so set on doing things differently. And Troy Dannon had a chance to come in right away, hire a football coach, a basketball coach, and a baseball coach. Now he's on his second basketball coach. He'll be on his second baseball coach. Willie Fritz is obviously the right football coach, but they struggled mm-hmm. with 2-10 and 10 last year. Yes. And, and look, my thing is this, and you and I, and I, I know we're going to spend our, all of our time talking about this, but this is the one thing that gets me. You know, Tulane plays the victim card a lot. It's hard to win here. It's difficult. You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. Well, then here's the thing. I remember 2003 when I started working here, and they talked about mm-hmm. dropping Division One athletics, going non-scholarship Division Three, and just go non-scholarship Division Three. If you can't compete and all you do is make excuses and talk about woe is me, I was never for that, and I'm not for that now. But if your sure. leadership and the people and, – and, and, you know, when the cameras are on and they're on the record, they don't say that. They just say it a lot behind the scenes to build in the mm-hmm. excuse making. So right. me, you know, I just, I, I've never loved it. And I didn't think Travis Stewart was a great hire when they hired him. And, and look, I, I got along with him fine, but he just, you know, he used the term, this program is meh, meh. Well, you know what? Travis Stewart was just kind of meh, meh. Yeah. And, and now he's right. gone. And now Troy Dannon will get another crack um, at finding some success, which he has not been able to do at a lot of levels. You bring up a great point. How many more swings does does um, uh, the athletic director get now in, in, in terms of, again, filling these spots when you're talking about second baseball coach, second basketball coach? And, yes, I think everybody loves Willie Fritz as the football coach, but he did struggle last year. Yeah. I mean, look, it's one of those things. I don't know. I mean, look, I understand that Tulane is not in the SEC and they are not a Power 5 program, but nonetheless, you look at programs that are similar to them that have been able to have more success, case in point, SMU, that has, you know, cultivated a relatively strong football program and has a basketball program that has qualified for the NCAA tournament and the NIT. They don't even play baseball, but if they had a baseball program in the state of Texas, I'm pretty sure they'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there are programs that are comparable that have found more sustainable success. But that being said, I, I don't know if Troy Dannon is on the hot seat because, you know, Tulane is not LSU. Tulane is not a power five. That's the one thing that's always given them cover. 
in, in their athletic administration cover is because they're not a power five, they're not on the hottest of hot seats like coaches at power five schools where there are millions upon millions of dollars thrown at athletics. That being said, I still don't think you should have an excuse because I think now there are paths to sustain success in Troy Den. I mean, look, I'll never forget a conversation I had with Troy Den right when he got here. He came from Northern Iowa, a basketball school, and he told me mm-hmm. it may take him a little while to figure football out, but basketball is something he's going to figure out and turn around quickly. Well, you know, six seasons later, we're still waiting for that turnaround on his second coach. And I like Ron Hunter, but we celebrated a losing record this year as if it was an NCAA tournament berth. And I, I hope Ron Hunter can get some sustained success there. But, I mean, we were dancing on the court this year at three-game winning mm-hmm. streaks when they still finished right. with a losing record. So. It just shows you how low they set the bar for themselves, and and I wish I wish they wouldn't do that. But nonetheless, again, I I've been here 20 years, and it's the same sob story year after year after year, administration after administration after administration. And some of the people over there don't like it when I say it. But look, at some point you look in the mirror and say, we are who we are, we are what we are. And as long as we 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 have these people calling the shots and doing it this way, we're probably not going to be anything different. The one thing. I'll always give Rick Dixon this. And, and look, Rick Dixon never, and that's the one thing. It was a struggle sometimes to raise money for Yulman Stadium. Um, people may not have liked some of the moves he made. But the one thing I'll always give it, look, give him is this was a, an old-school, you know, tough Oklahoman from Tulsa, Oklahoma, whose mm-hmm. family grew up like on the oil rigs there. And he didn't make a lot of excuses. They, he may not have produced a ton of success for the football program specifically, but he didn't make a lot of excuses. And that's the one thing that rubs me right now is there's just too much excuse making over there right now. I mean, win an American athletic conference championship. I mean, it's something. Right. It's something. I mean, it's something. It's something. something. Give me a sport. Win one. The most successful coach they have there is someone I don't think they celebrate enough. It's Lisa Stockton. I mean, look, she's been there for – 26 years. I Mm -hmm. I love Lisa Stockton. They they need to hire more coaches like Lisa Stockton. I would almost say, could you make her the AD? Maybe she can bring some of that sustained success that she's had in her program to the entire athletic department. But she's the, you know, to me, the greatest coach they've had, um, maybe in the history of the school when you look at it because of the life of what she's been able to do. But uh, but and and, and that's that's the the one of the coaches that Bannon inherited and didn't hire. Mm -hmm. So, uh, again, It'll be interesting to see what they do with this hire, just like it was when they had basketball after they missed on Dunleavy. They obviously yep. missed on baseball, and, and look, that we'll see what they can do. No doubt. Um, let's shift gears to the Pels first, and then I want to get into some Saints as well. Uh, draft lottery tomorrow. Uh, let's say they get into the top three. Uh, Fletch, you look at this a lot. Who do you think are the best three players in this draft that fit what the Pels are looking for? So here's the thing. It's pretty easy from my standpoint is and what if they get into the top four the the thing is this year in 2019 the pelicans got in everybody knew zion's number one zion's the guy everybody knows like people can now look back and say oh john morant yeah 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 nobody was not taking zion williamson he was a generational talent it would have been like not taking lebron james you're taking zion williamson he's the guy no ifs ands or buts that's it boom so this year, though, you can make an argument for any of the top four guys, and it really depends on who gets the top picks because certain teams may have more guys in the front court and they don't need a front court player. Certain teams like Orlando may have more guys in the back court, so they wouldn't have interest in somebody like Jaden Ivey. Um, but there's four top players. I think if the Pelicans lucked out and got number one, their guy would be Jabari Smith out of Auburn because I think of what he can do defensively, offensively. I think that 
while he may not be the best player in this class, he's probably going to be the most well-rounded and the guy who can help you immediately. And I'm not saying they need the person to help immediately, but I just think his game is going to translate at a lot of levels. Even if he's not a perennial all-star, he's going to be a fringe all-star type player. Then after that, I go back and forth with Schmidt Dua, who does work here with us at WTSU as a Pelicans contributor. He likes Chet Holmgren. He's got Chet Holmgren, too, on his Mm -hmm. big board, the, the stretch big man out of Gonzaga. I have Paulo Benchero out of Duke. Um, mm-hmm. And we go back and forth. I certainly get Chet Holmgren, you know, a guy who can protect the rim, who can hit shots, who can play make a little bit. But I do wonder his body size. The NBA is a man's league. And I remember Anthony right. Davis getting pushed, getting pushed around big time when he came in at 218. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was a good player his first couple of years, but he didn't really get there until year three or four. Holmgren, has an interesting frame, uh, an, an unbelievable skill set, but an interesting frame. You know, Benchero is is a guy who at 250s built like a tank and could probably come yep. in right now and give you something. And then fourth is Jaden Ivey, who's a dynamic guard, who may be the best player of all four. If he gets at the mm-hmm. right situation, I mean, put him in, in Detroit with Cade Cunningham. Put him, uh, you know, uh, in or see, I would say Orlando, but Orlando already has some guards. I don't know what the best fit for him would be. Um, maybe you know, maybe in Sacramento, but uh, but those are the top four guys. So to me, if the Pelicans got any of the top four picks and, and jumped into the top four, you could justify for the Pelicans any of those guys because yes. the Pelicans could use you know depth in the front court because of Zion's health, because of Nance's health because of Jackson Hayes' inconsistency, and to give Valanciunas a breather, you could play any of those guys. Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, Paulo Benchero, I like them all. And then, look, I, I certainly think that C.J. McCollum is the lead and the guy, but if you got a guy like Jaden Ivey, you could put him on, on the floor next to C.J. McCollum. So if the Pelicans got into the top four, they wouldn't have a bad choice. They could justify any of those four guys and celebrate it as a huge win. Yeah, uh, I agree with you about Holmgren. I, I just, you know, 190 pounds on that frame. How much muscle can you put on it? And, and I just wonder how he's going to compete in the in the NBA game. I love Banchero. I do. And I love Jamari, Jabari Smith. The question is, again, what, what are they looking for for this team? And if it came down to, 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 to Ivy, I, I wouldn't <laughs> – look – uh, I, I wouldn't hate it, okay, at, at all. I think those are three players that I think come in. If you got a chance in that top three to get one of those three, uh, I think you, I think you're doing fine. Yeah, that's what I mean. Look, I, I agree. I think any of those four. I think if they got into yeah. the top four, I think any of those guys we just those guys are going. It would be it would be a huge upset if those guys didn't go one through four in some capacity. And somebody else jumped in front of them. Not to say it couldn't happen, but there seems mm-hmm. to be a consensus top four. And then once you start getting to five, is it the kid from Iowa? Is it the kid Dyson Daniels out of Australia who played in the G League? Is there going to be a guy that we're not talking about, the kid from Baylor, right. that jumps up to five, six, seven, eight, nine? But I certainly think there's a clear top four. And, and I think Jabari Smith is one, but I think mm-hmm. I think Chet Holmgren could go one. I think Paolo Banchero could go one. I think Jaden Ivey could even go one, depending on what team gets that pick in the lottery. So, again, I think that's the clear top four. If the Pelicans stay at eight, I like Dyson Daniels, a combo guard out of Australia. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, you could go in a bunch of different directions, and I think they'll be able to get a really solid player. And this is something else that Schmidt and I discussed. 
the Pelicans are about to get very expensive. They need, you know, we talked about it with the Saints, and people understand it differently in football. That's one of the reasons why the Saints got good. They drafted 2017. It was so great. They could pay the top guys, and they had the young players on rookie contracts. And, and that's what is always good. The best teams have to have young players on rookie contracts and mm-hmm. veteran players making the star money being stars. Well, the Pelicans sure. are going to CJ, – CJ makes $30 million plus. B.I. makes $30 million plus. Zion may get an extension this summer, making a lot of money. Valanciunas mm-hmm. makes 15 or $18 million a year. The, the thing that helped the Pelicans out this year was they got massive contributions from Herb Jones on a rookie deal, Trey Murphy on a rookie deal, Jose yep. Alvarado on a rookie deal. You need this player to, to, you know, this isn't just some flyer they're taking and hoping it works out. They need this guy, even if it's not immediately, they need this player to play significant minutes in the next couple of years when they become a more expensive team. Yeah, I definitely agree. Let's talk a little bit about the Saints and, and, and specifically the addition of Tyron Matthew and Jarvis Landry. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, I think Nicky Loomis said it today. He goes, we love those guys even if they came from New Jersey and were born and raised there. So the fact that they are from New Orleans or from the New Orleans area for Jarvis Landry and New Orleans for Tyron Matthew is just an added bonus, he said. He goes, I love it because it's great for our fans. It's great for them. He goes, I do think it's a little bit more pressure for them to be the hero in their hometown. But he goes, these were two guys, if you told us they were from New Jersey or Colorado, we'd still have wanted to sign them and love them. So I think that you're talking about Jarvis Landry when you look at a great situation. You only need him to be your third receiver. You get him on one year, $3 million guaranteed with up to $3 million in incentives. I mean, that's a great deal considering he and his agent were talking about $15 yeah. million. So it's a right. prove-it deal for him. So he's going to be is locked in and ready to go because he can hit free agency next year and maybe cash in one final time. So if that's your number two or three receiver, that's a good two or three receiver. And I think Tyron Matthew, from a, an ability standpoint, is going to be a wash with Malcolm Jenkins. People don't understand mm-hmm. how good Malcolm was the last two years for this right. defense. And in the locker room, he's going to be as good, if not better. So I think he checked every box Malcolm checked. But because he's from here, I think maybe there's going to be a little bit more to show that, hey, this is the team I grew up watching. He talked about that being a, a senior at St. Aug in 09 and seeing that Super Bowl championship. So I think both players and the fact that the Saints waited and were patient and didn't overpay and are making a splash in free agency in May instead of March, I, I, right. I think it's a great I think I think they're great moves. I don't think people should expect Tyron Matthew to step in and be the best safety in football or one of the two best safeties in football like he was in Kansas City. He may be, but he is thirty, which is ancient for football years. So I think he's still got a lot of football in him, and he's a really good player. Is he going to be an all-pro player? I don't know, but I certainly think he's going to be one of the top ten safeties in the NFL, even if he's not Mm -hmm. one of the top two safeties in the NFL. Jarvis Landry, I still think, has a lot of football left in him. Is he going to be the five-time pro bowler that he was in Miami and Cleveland? I don't know, but I certainly think he's going to be better than little Jordan Humphrey, Marquez Callaway, and the cast of thousands the Saints threw at teams last year that were undrafted guys that probably had Mm -hmm. no business being number one, two, or three receivers. You asked um, Dennis Allen today about the the Drew Brees uh, tweet last night, possibly coming out of retirement. Uh, If you would, for the audience, tell him a little bit about what he said. And then your thoughts on on that tweet, which I think most people jumped on. I I think it was in jest. I think most people that, that really look at this thing was in jest. Why don't you give us your take? Yeah, look, it was obviously in jest. But the fact is, 
words have meaning, and there's no there's no you know sarcasm font for Twitter. So when people read things, you see it and go, he just said I may play football again. I, I certainly think it, it stemmed from the New York Post report that Drew Brees and NBC will be parting ways after just one season that it didn't work out, and and I don't think Brees liked the fact that. You know, the New York Post got it before he and his team could control it or NBC could control it or he he went to Fox Sports potentially. So I think that that tweet was a little bit more in jest of I'll let you know about my future when it's settled. I may go back to NBC. I don't think they've closed the door at NBC. I think Drew just wanted to move into Chris Collinsworth's role and, and they wanted to stay on Notre Dame football and in the studio. So. It may not be a done deal yet that he's leaving, but it's expected that he will. So I think his tweet was certainly a little bit of, I don't like the way this unfolded. So he, he made a joke of, I could join the pickleball tour, the senior golf right. tour, coach my kids. But the fact that he put, I could go back and play football, even though it's a joke, you know, again, words have meaning and we can all laugh at it, but just don't put that in there even if it's a joke because it's going to start a social media frenzy like no it doubt. did. Uh, could he come back? Would he come back? Is this real type situation? I do like Alan's demeanor and, and the way he answered your question, though. I thought he was great. He said, look, my wife told me about it, and he goes, I figured it was going to spark a lot of questions here at the golf tournament today, but we haven't talked to Drew, and I think he did it in jest, kind of like, look, the one thing about Dennis Allen is I think he's not all shucked because that would, that would be – that would be right. incorrect because all shucks means he's kind of like doesn't understand what's going on or is rubbish. I just think he's a he's a straight shooting Texan who mm-hmm. just answers questions honestly, and I think that's what he did. He's just kind yep. of, hey, my wife told me about it. I saw it. I think it was in jest, and I don't know what more you want me to say about it. And then the follow-up yep. was, do you think he could still play at a high level? And then he said, you know what, I'm not going to get into the hypotheticals of that. He goes, I don't yeah. I don't know if he's even, like, considering this or how serious you want to take this. So I'm not going to get into that. Which, again, was a good answer because, yep. you know, then we start talking about could he do this, could he do that. It's like, you know what, he's retired. When he said he wants to play, well, if he ever decided to come back, then we can right. talk about how good would he be if he came back after a year plus off. Uh, so Alan just said, I'm not getting into the hypotheticals of if he came back now, do I think he could be good? Right, no doubt. Fletch, what you guys got coming up for us on Channel 6 Sports? Speak of the devil, Eric, I'm, I'm headed out to the set here because it's Breeze, Breeze, and more Breeze. Even though we yeah. all think it's a joke, it's still the talker. And it's oh, still yeah, it is. Breeze, it's still something people want to, you know, joke mm-hmm. about, talk about. And uh, so I'll be on set here in a couple of minutes on, on Drew Breeze and then obviously the news about Travis Jewett. Tell us, folks, how they can follow you on social media and, of course, how they can check out all your great columns as well. Yep, I am. Uh, Twitter is kind of my social media of choice at Fletcher WDSU. I write columns, mock drafts, uh, things like that for WDSU.com and our social media platforms. I'm on TV, as I like to jokingly tell you. You're on the radio every day. I think I'm on <laughs> yeah. TV every day. Pretty much, no doubt. Thanks, bud. Appreciate your time right, today. Guys. Thank you. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports. All right, folks, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, in the market for a new system. They got you covered. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. And then, again, sit down with them. Do a consultation. Find out, again, um, uh, let, let them know what you're looking for in terms of, of, of a new system. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And, of course, Nate certified technicians that can install that for you, treating your home like their home, and then service after the sale, second to none. 
It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, truly a company you can trust. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin, part of the portfolio of William Grant. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opera. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know, your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know, a falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. Pizza Hut stuffed crust is the crust that made crust good. Topped and stuffed with over a half pound of cheese. What are you so afraid of? Loving it? Original stuffed crust only from Pizza Hut. Ask or click for a limited time offer. Extra charge for more than one topping and extra cheese. 
DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. All right, today's program brought to you by Hendricks Neptunia Gin. Get out there and enjoy a bottle. Going back home. Whether it's your favorite spirit store, where you're getting it from, maybe you had, you're heading over to your favorite uh, restaurant or bar, demand Hendricks Neptunia Gin, part of the, uh, again, portfolio of William Grant. We'll be right back after these messages. Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie.
Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Uh, again, great way to take the show with you anywhere and everywhere. Uh, free download for your smartphone or tablet. Uh, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is, you can say it, everywhere. Anchors our home base on all, all the um, podcasting platforms out there. Uh, even some that I really, I, I've never heard of before. But you know what? Thankfully, we're there. And if that's your favorite podcasting platform, enjoy our program on it. Um, all you have to do is search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find um, our podcast. Usually, we have that about 20 minutes after each program ends. Um, also, we've got uh, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, and, uh, of course, you can always check out the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports there as well. This week, Mike Dettelier joins me on the program. Uh, Thursday, the live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also, uh, our first, uh, also live streaming on the WLATV YouTube page. I don't want to forget that. We got a really a large contingent of people who are watching us live on WLATV's YouTube page, but also come back and watch that uh, at their leisure as well. 6 p.m. on WLAE, 10 p.m. on The Deuce. And of course, uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports te- Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday um, afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Mike to tell you, WWL Radio is, is our guest. Um, today's program is brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin and uh, proud sponsors of our program, part of the uh, William Grant um, Quality Portfolio of Spirits. And this is interesting because if you do the deep dive on it, and, and you don't want to get too deep into it, but let, just a, a quick note about you know, how this came about. Every year now, um, uh, Leslie Gracie, who is the master distiller at, at uh, William, and Gr- William Grant, um, she's got a background in chemistry, and, and she's, uh, she's into experimentation, and she has a fascination with b- botanical pairings. So, again, one thing that she, she's done is the last few years has come up with a limited edition Hendrix Gin, uh, Lunar, uh, uh, summer solstice, both were big hits in the super premium gin category. So now, uh, because of her background in chemistry, uh, she came up with this uh, Hendrix Neptunia gin, uh, which again refers to, again, Neptunia, the goddess of the sea, uh, co- combining the signature base of, again, coastal botanicals with, again, a crisp burst uh, of citrus finish. And you can taste it, you can smell it, um, you know, when, when you when you smell again the the uh, the the spirit coming out of the bottle, and uh, it has gone on to again, uh, once again, much like Lunar, much like Summer Solstice, uh, to be a top seller in that super premium category. Now, look, it's a limited edition release. That means again, when it's gone, it's gone. And we heard this uh, previously, folks that loved the Lunar, loved loved Summer Solstice, thought it was going to be there forever, came back to their favorite spirit store, and then of course it was gone, because it's only going to be on, on on the shelves for 12 months. So, get out there, get it now, taste it, enjoy it. Like Hendrix Gin, it's a different flavor profile than maybe again your run of the mill gins that, that maybe you've been used to, uh, if you're especially if you're a longtime gin drinker. But I will tell you this. Uh, once you taste Hendrix Gin, whether again it's uh, the, the Hendrix Gin proper or again the limited release that we've that we've had over the last three years, you'll be a Hendrix Gin drinker forever. 
Uh, get out there and, again, try uh, uh, Hendrix Deptunia Gin, um, distilled in Scotland, and, of course, uh, part, part of the portfolio uh, of William Grant. Uh, and, and, again, a proud sponsor of not just our, our Monday show but our Friday show as well. And we thank George Laureana, uh, Republic Beverage, and William Grant uh, for their sponsorship. All right, let's jump into it. First of all, again, we broke, we broke this in the first hour, and we didn't break anything. We, 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 we announced it to our audience. Um, Travis Stewart out at, um, at Tulane. Um, he is going to be um, immediately replaced by Jay Yeoman, who is going to be the interim head coach for the remainder of the season. Um, just another late-season collapse for, for the Greenies. Um, it's, it's, what's, what's unfortunate about it is the, the COVID year looked like a year that this team could have went to the um, College Football World Series. Uh, I'm sorry, college, college Baseball World Series. But unfortunately, um, again, that was the season was abandoned, et cetera, and a lot of those guys ended up going elsewhere, pros, et cetera. And Travis Stewart just really never getting solid footing uh, at Tulane, never really a, a fan favorite as well. And, you know, I'm, Fletcher and I, we're talking about it. You know, Troy Dannon at this point, uh, he's got to be on a little bit of a hot seat here. At this, You know, I mean, two baseball coaches, two basketball coaches, a football coach, and we think's the guy. But, I mean, again, like I said to, 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 to Fletcher, win an American Athletic uh, Championship. That's all. Win, win one in the big three. And especially when you talk about baseball, the storied history of baseball at Tulane. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. But Jewett out again. LSU was swept by Ole Miss in the box this weekend. Now they're out of contention for the sub-regional host site, at least for now. Uh, they're projected number two seed going to the Charlotte, Charlottesville Regional. Uh, of course, the, the, uh, uh, the, the sacking of, of Jewett comes on the, on the heels of losing to formerly last place Wichita State. Um, and now, again, the Green Wave has to win the tournament to be able to get into, in, into postseason play. And, of course, UNO is now the third seed. In the uh, southeastern bracket of, of the of the uh, Southland Conference tournament in Hammond, they're going to take on uh, HBU on Thursday at one o'clock right here on one hundred six point one FM. So check that out. It doesn't look like, at least the way the it's set up right now, that we are this show is going to be um, in any way uh, affected by the by, by the UNO's uh, march through the southeast south, through the Southland Conference tournament. But we'll see how that kind of plays out as we go forward. Uh, the the uh, and and the NBA conference finals are set now. Um, Miami is going to take on Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. The game one is Tuesday on ESPN. That, again, remember, is also the same night as the draft lottery uh, for the Pels. And then Golden State will take on Dallas in the Western Conference Finals. That's game one on Wednesday on TNT. So, again, uh, Eastern and Eastern, Western Conference Finals are set. Uh, we talked a lot about Jarvis Landry uh, and, and the, the – uh, uh, the Saints in the first hour, um, and uh, my, my thoughts. If you missed that, check us out on the podcast. But I want to talk a little bit about Breeze in this in this second hour. And remember, Larry Holder, the Athletic, will join us at the bottom of this hour. He was sacked by NBC over the weekend. You heard Fletcher say something that I did not know that again the door is still open for him at NBC. Uh, but he wanted to take Collinsworth's place and be the number one um, on the number one team. Look, I'm not surprised. Look, we love him, right? He's our quarterback. Okay. But as an analyst, he sucked. He wasn't good. Just wasn't. Not because of his knowledge. Not because of his delivery. His delivery. Because Captain America didn't want to criticize anybody. That's why. Didn't want to criticize his peers. He didn't want to take a fellow quarterback to task. He wouldn't rip a coach's decision. He wouldn't call out a player for his performance. Look, 
The problem with Drew Brees, when you put him in, in, in an analyst role, is he wants to be loved, okay? Sorry, I do this for a living. You can't be loved all the time, okay? To be a great analyst, you have to be willing to call out mistakes. Look, he always tiptoed around controversy, okay? <laughs> I mean, uh, unwilling to be bold with his analysis. He was bland, and, you know, bland gets you fired on national TV, and that's just the way it is. So he's got to change. If he wants to be in this business, he's got to change. Okay, there's no doubt about the depth of knowledge. Uh, you know, again, he's, he's a great speaker, all those things, okay? But you've got to be bold with your analysis. You've got to be willing to tell it like it is. And Breeze never really wanted to crap on anybody, and that's the reason why he's out. Now, look, he may catch on with Fox on one of the digital platforms, but he has to be a, a critic, okay? All right? And he has to be willing to move past sugarcoating what he sees. And that's the reason why Drew Brees is out, okay? Um, Sean Payton better take a, a lesson from Drew Brees' book because he's going to have to be bold. He's going to have to, again, tell it like it is. With his analysis, now that he's going to be on the Fox uh, pregame show, going to be part of that show. So we'll see how that plays out. Now to his tweets. And the tweets, you know, kind of shook the world a little bit. I'm talking about Drew Brees' tweets this weekend. And, I, and I'm telling you right now, both were made in jest. The first one was about the signing of Ty- Tyron Matthew and Jarvis Landry, right? Uh, and he, he added Jarvis Landry and he added Tyron Matthew. He says, makes me want to come back and play again with three explanation parts, uh, points. Great additions, leaders, and players, exclamation point. I agree 100%. Okay? If I could suit it up, I'd like to suit it up with those guys. Then this, the, the tweet that came out yesterday, and you heard Fletch say that maybe he thought it was a little bit of a, uh, you know, the, the fact that he couldn't control the narrative. Uh, despite, there was despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I am currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may also train for the pickleball tour, senior golf tour, coach my kids, or all of the above. I'll let you know. Well, of course, the first thing everybody sees was I may play football again. You know, I had somebody tell me earlier, he might go play for the Seattle Seahawks. Well, first of all, the Seahawks suck. He's not going to play there if he was going to come back and play. All right? I believe the Saints still hold his rights even though he is a retired player, if I'm not mistaken. But I think this was said in jest, okay? Uh, Breeze is not coming out of retirement. And, and look, here's the, one of the reasons why. Did we forget one of the reasons why he walked away? injuries, injuries, and the ability, the inability to come back from injuries quickly. Now, he played through them, but he wasn't as effective a quarterback. Remember his wife, Brittany, putting out the, the, the Instagram post listing all the injuries in the last year of, of, of his career? 11 broken ribs, a collapsed lung, a torn rotator cuff, a torn fascia uh, in, in his foot. Um, he couldn't throw the ball over 20 yards. And that's just being honest. Now, his knowledge, his, his understanding of the offense, his leadership, you know, and, and, you know, Peyton, again, giving him a lot of credit, working around what he could not do as a quarterback. He also said he wanted to spend more time with his kids. Okay? Uh, I get all of that. You know, um, some people say well, he, Tom Brady spent the, you know, a, little, a few months with his kids and he's ready to jump back into it. I don't think Tom Brady ever was really retired. Okay? At that point, I mean, you know, he felt, you know, maybe there was a, uh, a part of him that wanted to maybe walk away, but that, that he couldn't, especially when he's on top. And look, to me, I asked the first question, 
rotator cuff. Did he get it surgically repaired or did he let it heal on its own? I didn't hear anything about a surgery on a rotator cuff. Did you? That's one. Man had, had surgery on his shoulder, okay, before he came to New Orleans, and they thought he would never throw a football again. Has he been training? Okay, has he been training? Is he out there throwing the football every day to NFL-type wide receivers? Is he training? I haven't heard anything about Breeze out there training. Believe me, Breeze is at a playground, or, or, or I don't care where he's at, a school, whatever. Um, then my guess is somebody's going to know if he's um, if he's throwing the football or not, if he's getting ready for the season. Um, some say again that. He considered coming back last year for the Miami COVID game, right, when, when he was begged by Peyton. But, but he, then he also said in the next breath, look, he knew he wasn't ready. He knew he couldn't do it, right? Um, he's 43 years old. He hasn't played football in a season. Ladies and gentlemen, Breeze is not coming back, okay? He's not, okay? If he was to come back, why? For the records? You know, because Brady has now eclipsed his records? I mean, come on. Was he want another shot at a ring? If he was to come back, do you think he would be willing to be able to compete with Jameis Winston for the, for, the, for the starting job here in New Orleans? Or would he want to be anointed the starter based on, again, who he is, Drew Brees, right? Well, that's not happening. This is Jameis Winston's team right now. And even if Brees was to come back, he would have to compete. I mean, I don't see Dennis Allen saying, sorry, Jameis, Brees is back, he's the quarterback. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, Okay. And since the, the, the team has moved on, why would he taint his legacy? Why be Joe Namath, okay? Okay, I remember Broadway Joe, Broadway Joe at the end of his career, how embarrassing it was. Why be, why be Brett Favre, okay? All right, you know, can't stay retired. And then, and then to the point that you taint your legacy on the way out, okay? It ain't happening, ladies and gentlemen, all right? He's going to another network or he's going to go grow his business, and there's another part of this. You know he wants to be first ballot Hall of Famer. He's already got a year under his belt. He's got four more years to wait. Does he come back and does he, again, taint his legacy and then have to wait another four years? And How much does that taint the possibility of a first ballot Hall of Famer? Remember, some people, again, knock him because he's only got one Super Bowl. Some people knock him, say he was a system quarterback and, and threw for a lot of yards on, on, on losing teams, right, or teams that never achieved what they were supposed to achieve, Okay. He was a broken quarterback, okay, when he hung up his jersey. And, you know, uh, if he could play and he could still play at a high level, I would welcome him back tomorrow, but he cannot. He cannot. And you're going to tell me a year off from football automatically is going to transform him. I'm not buying it, okay? I'm not buying it. So, you know, he hung up the jersey, and, and, and I wouldn't want him to taint his legacy for, for another shot uh, at, at professional football. I think he's smarter than that. I really do. I think as a player, he's smarter than that. I think he understands his legacy. I think he's smarter than that. He understands, again, the Breeze brand and what it means. So I think this was said in jest. I think that's why you saw him say, what was it, pickleball and some of the other things he threw in there? I don't think he's come back to play football. I think if he could have, he would have already. He would have already. He'd have been back already. Because you get that itch as, as, a, as a ball player. You always think you can come back, okay, I'm healed now, I can come back, I can make it happen. But we saw the, the, the end of the Drew Brees era. And look, I, I'm the one that said you will rue the day that he is not here and, and under center. And we'll see. Look, there's no guarantee that Jameis Winston 
is going to play like he did in the first seven games of last year. But I think there's less of a guarantee that Drew Brees is going to be able to throw the ball over the field and be making, again, 50-yard passes again. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he can physically do it. Yes, I'm sure he's intrigued by, again, the addition of Jarvis Landry and bringing back Michael Thomas and the drafting of Chris Olave and, and the addition of Matthew on, on the defensive end and how this team looks, again, like it may be just a, quote-unquote, quarterback away from a Super Bowl. They still got some other issues on this team. Let's not, let's, not, let's not, again, sugarcoat this, okay? Uh, I think they're a very good team, but let's face it. Offensive line is a little bit of a question mark. I think James Hurst can start at the left tackle position. But if they put Penning in there, again, you are going to have to live with the growing pains. We still don't know if Cesar Ruiz can play guard in the NFL consistently. Still don't know. Now, Throckmorton moved in last year and played pretty well at the guard position, and maybe he's the answer. Can Andres Pete stay healthy? I mean, can he stay healthy? That's another big question here, okay? We know what Ramshek and McCoy are. They're, they're two of the top at their positions. But there are three positions that have question marks there, the two guards and, and of course, your left tackle. So that's a question mark, even though, again, I, I do think that if they are healthy and they, they, can, they, they have the continuity and the talent to be, a, to be a very good offensive line. But there are question marks. Let's not pretend like there's not. They need another running back on this team. I've talked about it before. Okay, Alvin Kamara, whether he's going to be um, suspended or he's not, he needs a running bait. He doesn't have that right now, still. And uh, although, again, a lot of people feel comfortable at the, at, the, at, the, at the linebacker position, I still would like to see Quan back. If you could, I would say add another tight end, but I don't think there's, there, there's a guarantee one way or the other. When you look at the tight end position right now, uh, no, no matter what's going on when uh, with uh, – uh, with Troutman or, or, again, any of the other cast of characters that, that they're going to be able to elevate their game. I believe that Troutman's going to have a better year. I believe that, that again, um, Juwan Johnson's going to, going to be able to play better. I, I, I think Taysom Hill can be a weapon, but I don't know. So there's a few question marks about this team still. But I do know this. You need a quarterback that can throw the ball farther than 20 yards, and Breeze couldn't do that on his way out. So why tank the legacy? Jack is in River Ridge. Jack called us. Jack, how you doing? Hey, Eric, how you doing? Doing great. Hey, look, Eric, I called to talk about, you know, athletes, do, you know, doing games. Okay, um, did, did you happen to see uh, Patrick Beverly this morning on ESPN? I heard the clip. Okay, well, you see, I don't think you should be vindictive or, or be settling scores. But I think, like you said, when you were talking about Breeze, you have to be willing to, to, to say what you, you know, what you see, or, or else I don't know why you're there. I mean, it doesn't matter how much knowledge you have if you're not willing to, to see something that's wrong and comment on it, or something that's right to, and comment on it. Right. I, I don't know what you add. I think you have to be bold. And I think you have to. I don't think you have to try to be a guy that, again, that, that's constantly trying to be able to, um, you know, the blow up Twitter with your comments. But I think right. that, again, when you see something, you have to accurately tell, again, the audience what you're seeing. And in some cases, that means, again, you may be uh, being negative toward, again, a player, uh, a, a coach, a front office. It doesn't matter. It's part of your job at that point to call it like you see it. And I just think that Breeze is not built like that. He's Captain America. He wants everybody to love him. So in order to be loved, again, you can't be casting dispersions at, at other people in terms of how they do their job. So that's where I see where, where the, the conflict is with Breeze. 
and, and, and Eric, to be honest with you, just in general, with all reporters, okay, if, if you're somewhere every day covering a team and you're afraid to, to say what you – like if you know something that, that you should report and you don't do it because you're worried about kicking, getting kicked out of the facility, I, I, I don't – you know, I, I think that's really the same situation. It's cowardly. You know, well, I'll say it. It's right. cowardly. Yeah. You're not doing so your job. You do? So, you know. But anyway, I, I mean that's why I mean that's why people like Charles Barkley are so um, are so loved because he's right. willing to say what he thinks, you know, and he and he does it in an entertaining way too. So he does it in an entertaining but, uh, way, and sometimes again he's wrong, but it, it is what it is. And, and look, but at the end of the day, you know it's his opinion. And look, the, right. people don't tune in for bland opinions. Either you're going to tell it like it is, or you're not. If you're going to try to play both sides against the middle, people pick up on that immediately, and that was Drew's problem. I kept waiting for Drew to get done, not to attack someone, but to, just to tell it like it is. And he was unwilling to do it. And, you know, I mean, he got sacked by NBC because, again, he was bland, not because, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, uh, they, 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 they thought, obviously, obviously they did think that, that somebody could do it better. Okay. But uh, hopefully he learns from this experience. I mean, if he wants um, to be in this you know, business, if he wants to be in this right. business. Um, look, Eric, the night he was on with Peyton and Eli. The Saints weren't having a good night in Seattle. The offense wasn't having a good night. And Eli and Peyton, well, not Eli so much, but Peyton was trying to lead him in the comments, and he just wouldn't do it. You know, I mean, stuff that he was, I mean, I mean, if you remember, Peyton, I mean, not yeah, Peyton was like, you know, he beside himself over what he was seeing, but Breeze wouldn't comment on that stuff. So, you know. Got to get out of anyway, your comfort zone. And, and, for, and then more than anything else, just got to be able to tell the truth. You know, I mean, it, it may ruffle some feathers. You may get a, a tweet or you may get a, a text or a call from somebody that, that you ultimately um, you know, gave disparaging remarks about. But if it's an honest depiction of what's going on and you feel it in your heart and then, of course, you know that from, again, from your knowledge of what you're talking about, you know, there, there's no downside to it. I mean, but it's, it's what you have to do. It's what you have to do to be successful. Right. Well, Eric, thanks for taking my call. Have a good evening, man. You, Thank you, Jack. No, look, nobody wants negativity all the time. They just want people to be, if you're in a position of being an analyst, just be honest. That's what you see. You got the background. And that's, again, that's why I said Sean Payton better take, a, better take a hard look at what happened with Breeze and realize, again, why Breeze got sacked by NBC. Hopefully Breeze realizes that and on his next stop, if he really wants to do this, hey, man, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. Okay, that means that you might have to piss a few people off. But to do your job correctly, but you, again, you have to call it, and you have to call it right. And sometimes, again, that, that is negative remarks toward people that are in the same business as you or, again, people, again, you may have relationships with. It is what it is. Either you want to do the job or you don't. If you want to be loved, don't, don't, don't get into broadcasting and be an analyst because then you've got to be able to tell it like it is. Maybe they'll skirt around it a little bit if you're play-by-play, but even then today, play-by-play, uh, uh, whether it's, you know, whatever sport it is, they also have to give opinions as well. It's an opinion-based business is what it is. I'll tell you what's not an opinion, what's a fact. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is your go-to air conditioning heating system, uh, go-to air conditioning heating company. If you're looking for a top system, they, have, they are authorized to, to sell it for you. And then, of course, the service after the sale is impeccable. When it comes to generator sales and service, don't look any further than my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, they're the experts. Uh, at Burkhardt, 
Uh, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator uh, for your home or your business. And then when you guys come to a, uh, an agreement, they'll give you a single-day install. That's right, single-day install. You can finance that over time. That's right, finance that generator over time with low monthly payments. And then a new install quality check after one month is something that Burkhardt does for all their customers, part of their customer service pledge. 24-7-365 emergency service. When, when it's safe conditions for them to come out and get your generator up and running, they'll be there with all the parts you need that are stored in their warehouse right now. No excuses getting you up and running. The service after the sale is impeccable. Uh, the consultation can, can be educational for you. Looking for a company you can trust when it comes to generator sales and service? It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, it is a limited release by uh, Hendrix Gin and also William Grant. Get out to your favorite spirit store, watering hole, or your favorite bar and get a bottle of uh, Nept Hendrix Neptunia Gin or demand that at your favorite restaurant or your favorite bar. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. We taste it four on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Are you a safe driver? Are you looking to save money? With DriveWise from Allstate, the safer you drive, the more you can save. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. 10 eastbound, your delays remain solid from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling along 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to the airport. In the meantime, delays are heavy if you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway, backups are heavy from Terry Parkway to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also, in the meantime, be mindful of delays that are solid if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Also, look out for an accident along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side just before Loyola Avenue. In the meantime, look out for accidents Franklin Avenue at North Claiborne, also North Robertson at Franklin Avenue, and Gravier at Boulevard. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Southern Tire offers the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, something that will fit everyone's budget no matter what you drive. Looking for a new set of wheels? Wheels and tires up to 30 inches and financing is available. They're your wheel experts. And then when it comes to, again, keeping your vehicle on the road, ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, and, of course, the Piazza family standing behind every bit of their work. Work. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Find out all the service they provide for their customers. Like I said, don't stay in this town since 1972 repairing cars and putting wheels on cars if, you, if you're not doing it right. The Piazza family has been at it since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, that's Southern Tire. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, 
answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Don't forget about my friends over Dave Mead Insurance. Dave Mead Insurance, a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies, serving the entire metropolitan area. That means, look, East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parishes. Dave Mead Insurance search, searches over 50 companies to get you the best price for your insurance coverage. They're a one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today, 504-556-0809. That's 504-556-0809. Or Dave Mead Insurance uh, Insurance's uh, website, which is D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S, agency.com. Looking for an insurance agency, an insurance agent that's got your back? Want to save? Call Dave, 504-556-0809. Dave Mead Insurance. All right. Today's program brought to you by Nep- uh, Hendrix Neptunia Gin. It is a limited edition uh, gin that, that, again, is part of the Super Gin pr- Premium category. Uh, if you are looking for, again, uh, a smooth uh, gin that's perfect for, again, the, the, the summer months with that cool and, uh, and crisp uh, citrus finish, think Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, available, again, at, at your fine spirit stores. Demand it at your favorite restaurant or your favorite bar. Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Again, a limited release for you. Uh, again, only uh, again only 12 months. So get out there and get yours today. All right. 
Send to the guest line, joining us on the program each and every Monday from The Athletic. Larry Holder joins us on the program. Larry, how are you, bud? What's up, Eric? How are you? Doing great, Larry. Doing great. Uh, I'd like to um, start today's uh, conversation with your thoughts on the scuttlebutt around Drew Brees and the possibility of coming out of retirement. I think, I think most of us believe that it was said in jest. Uh, but what, what was your what were your your first thoughts when you saw the tweet, and then of course since since that point, my first thoughts were the same as my thoughts right now. This sounds like someone who failed at one job, and he didn't take it well, and he's not used to failing, and then all of a sudden he comes out and basically says, well, I can do X, Y, Z, A, B, C. Uh, you'll hear it from me, but no. It, it sounds like someone who is uh, – it, it didn't it – it's, it's kind of amazing to me how much that the football part uh, played yep. a part in this and that maybe we're in a new cycle with the NFL that we're bored. And so this has come to light. But it this sounds like someone to me who – is uh, basically pouting on Twitter mm-hmm. that he was told he wasn't good enough and he wanted to do he something. Wasn't. NBC basically said, no, you're not. And so now he's pouting. I, I feel like I, I, you know, I, I sound harsh, I know, because trust me, I've been asked this <laughs> right. a million times, I feel like, over the last 24 hours. But it's just it sounds just like someone who is just bitter that – this has gone awry and that he has not been able to control the narrative. And look, I've known the guy for, uh, look, since 2006, I know how he operates and yep. he is not taking it lightly that he's kind of looking bad. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. The, 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 the breeze brand means a lot to him and protecting that brand is, is job one. There's no doubt about that which, again, tells me that he's not coming back to play quarterback in the NFL uh, based on, again, uh, again his age, the injuries, uh, and, and, of course, how he performed on his way out. And that's just not happening. And, and to me, uh, if anything, he has to learn from the experience of why he was sacked by NBC because he wasn't good. I mean, he, he wasn't willing to be able to, again, uh, to be able to take people to task. He was, you know, constantly, again, playing the both ends against the middle, uh, wasn't re- willing to criticize. I mean, all these things, again, uh, um, uh, just uh, they're not a good mix for, a, again, a, a, a color analyst or somebody that's in a position that he was in on a national broadcast. You've got to be able to tell it like it is, and you've got to be critical at times, and he was unwilling to do that. Well, it's also, look, he's throwing this out there. Oh, I'm going to play football. I'm going to do pickleball. I'm going to do pickleball. Pickleball, right. What is pickleball? <laughs> well, I, I look, as a tennis guy, I don't play pickleball, but I know what right. pickleball is and i'd probably be pretty damn good at pickleball so i'd actually challenge breeze to play pickleball uh the the gauntlet has been dropped yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but it's all oh i'm gonna play senior golf well i guess uh drew you know drew you're only 43 you're not 50 you can't play senior golf yet so that's right like this is a uh this is all tweets out of uh uh it's he's someone who is definitely Never been bad at something. True. I'm not saying he was bad at broadcasting, but if he wanted to be in the studio, I still think he would work there, but that's not what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. And he's 
been told, no, you're not good enough to be number one or even number – maybe he's number two. But here's the thing, and, I, and I've been thinking about this, Eric. Uh, look, he's got a Saints – former Saints teammate who's probably better at him at being a, say, number two on Fox, and mm-hmm. that's Vilma. Jonathan Vilma right. was really good. He's yeah. frank, honest, open, honest. says what he yep. says, and, and Drew is just not. And so I think that's – look, you and me have actually talked about this on the air. We wondered how he would be in that sense. And mm-hmm. I also think part of this is coming in along the lines of Tom Brady's going to get a monster deal to do whatever he wants in broadcasting. And, well, guess what? Tom Brady is uh, self-deprecating. He tells it like it is, unabashed, mm-hmm. and Drew is right. not that way. And guess what? Wow. Uh, that's look, even Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, they're the same way on a bash. You tell like it is, they can make fun of themselves and drew has never been that way. And so I think part of that is his, uh, his character flaw when it comes to broadcasting. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Uh, he's got to, whether it's training, whether it's allowing yourself to be able to, again, be a critical, okay, and, and, and you know, not try to play both ends against the middle, uh, you know, stepping out when, when it's a controversial subject because you don't want to, again, hurt the Breeze brand. All those things, that, look, people see that, and they don't want that in a the broadcast. They want somebody, again, that, that's bold, that has bold analysis, that's not bland, that, again, uh, that, that, that's willing to be able to, again, to, to maybe say some things that might rock Twitter a bit but also might, you know, piss off a friend or, or again, a, a, an ex-colleague. It is what it is when you step into the booth like that. And he was unwilling to do that. He wanted to be Breeze the nice guy, and Breeze the nice guy is not going to make it on, on national TV. I mean, if he wanted to do that here in New Orleans, he might get away with it. But he's not going to get right away with that with NBC, Fox, CBS, or even these digital platforms. Here's what's funny. The Breeze brand uh, hurt him in broadcasting, which I, yes. I feel like is, is pretty ironic. No, I agree. I agree. Because sometimes you got to be can't, – you can't be Captain America. You can't be uh, – so, you know – the, the the nice guy to everybody and, and do that and, Eric, and to be able to do that. What are you talking about? You and me, we're, we've been nice guys. We've, we've just been captain <laughs> positive our whole lives, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ask, the, ask the last few mayors <laughs> of the city of New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think you and me, no uh, we, we, could, we could definitely walk around with a little, uh, our little flag and be like, ah, uh, yeah. sure we, we tell it like it is. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. No doubt. Hey, your thoughts I talked about this in my first hour in the, in the monologue. It, it just seems a little bit of a turnaround. And maybe, it, again, it's the fact that there's the stardom, uh, the star power of Breeze and Peyton is not here now. But there, there seems to be a more willingness with, with, um, with Loomis and Allen to be able to sign LSU players, hometown players. In the past, it didn't matter how good those guys were. In a lot of cases, Peyton would go Ohio State or he'd go in a different direction. Now, I realize – Landry and Matthew are, are both veteran players. It's different than coming out of school as a rookie and having to deal with, again, the hangers-on and all the pressure you get of being in, in, in your home state or in your home city. I get that. But, they, they, again, I think they had a masterful offseason, and I think the cherry on top of the ice cream was to be able to get two quality players who can be box office for you, again, sell jerseys, be guys that, again, you can, you can, you can utilize for box office but also to get them at, at, at a hometown discount as well. It's hard to kind of shake the narrative considering that Sean is gone and then now all of a sudden you're bringing in 
to star power LSU players, former LSU players. But I do feel like that uh, that, that narrative is kind of unfair for Sean Payton. Look, he would have signed Odell Beckham if he would have come to the Saints like last year, and he, he just didn't. And so I, I feel like that's that's not exactly fair. But still, I do feel like that the fact that we are kind of seeing where these two players were available and all of a sudden they've come up. I, look, just overall, I think they mesh extremely well. And I do feel like that is what they needed. They needed Tyron Matthew. They needed Jarvis Landry. I do think that for both players, that the hometown poll, the fact that they're veterans and they've played a number of years in the NFL, well, hey, let's go try to help the Saints and make this work. And it's not like the Saints are a bad team. I mean, they just made them better. And so I feel like that, that both signings are something that you have to see if you're those individuals, people on the team, people in the front office, people in the community, it, it all works. And I feel like man, it, it, it really helped help solves a few problems and it did not take a ton of money. It might end up being some money, but it didn't take a ton of money. And so I feel like when you look at it, it's a win for everyone. And I feel like that's probably the way Tyron looked at it, yep. the way that Jarvis looked at it, the mm-hmm. way the Saints looked at it. And it works. And, man, it's, uh, it brings some firepower. And I, I, I definitely feel like, Eric, as you know, that people are more fired up from those two signings yes. than anything they've done this offseason. Oh, there's no doubt, because of LSU behind them, hometown guys. But, again, it's also how they did it. And, and look, I was sitting here, and Larry, you even putting the reins on me, right? Well, you calm down a little bit here when I'm saying <laughs> they got to go out and get weapons. they got to go out and get weapons. They need weapons for Jameis Winston. Winston's not breeze. They need to go get weapons. And they were methodical in what they did. Uh, again, holding on to those compensatory picks, which they're going to need as you've kind of moved down around the draft board, and then getting these guys after free, after from, uh, the draft and then getting them at a discount price. I mean, look, Loomis did a fantastic job checking all those boxes in this offseason. Well, it's not like they're dumb. I mean, I'm, they talked to them before, and so they said, hey, let's see how this works. Mm-hmm. This is what we want to do. And it worked out, and that's what happens. I mean, that, look. It even happened even a couple of years ago, you mentioned Jameis, with Jameis Winston. And they wait mm-hmm. to see what happened, and they signed him after the draft, and uh, that's what happened. And so, yeah, I think that's uh, – I think we have to understand that they're not dumb in what they do, and I feel like sometimes people get overreactive if they don't react right away, right away. What, are they just going to let this sit? Not going to do anything? Well – They've proven to us that they have a plan. It works mm-hmm. with personnel. Uh, and it's it's not like it didn't work last year. I mean, they just had some devastating oh. injuries. and 58 that starters, full quarterbacks. I mean, come right. on. Some transition. It's not like they right. failed on personnel. They just got had, had some <laughs> bad luck. So guess what? Right. It's not like they don't know what they're doing. So I feel like that this is – been uh, and i could tell you around the league people are wondering wow how did this work out well guess what 
the Saints are probably smarter than you give them credit for, even mm-hmm. though their wins and the record and the players that they get, I mean, they should know by now, but hey, you know, it's just, it's just kind of what it is. <laughs> Still think they need another running back, though, uh, Larry. I mean, I think they need, uh, they need another um, a, a, a kind of a, a, an NFL caliber back to complement uh, Alvin Kamara. Not to be the person that steps in in case Alvin gets gets suspended, but to complement him, much like he's had other complimentary backs since he's been here. Well, yeah, but I mean, look, you can't fill every hole every year. I mean, look, there's right. always going to be some unfilled holes. And so I think that's something they probably got to look at. And so well, they will. I mean, and I feel like they probably didn't do a good enough job of that last year. I mean, remember, it was, we were talking like Tony Jones, and then you're like, oh, yep. wait, what? And Latavius Murray, and uh, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, uh, a blank. Green, and uh, uh, Freeman. I mean, you were like, you're thinking those guys, well, it didn't work out, but no, I mean, right. they, they know that. And so, look, it's a, uh, if, if we're talking about, a number three running back, per se. I mean, I think that Saints are actually in pretty good shape. Uh, but there's just, to me, more question marks. All right, how can their front-line players play mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to snap one, week one? Yep, no no doubt. Larry, what you got? What you covered for us this week on The Athletic? Yeah, I'm uh, doing a story, and I'm looking at uh, the way that First-year players who are draft picks, how they perform throughout history and what they do and the expectation level for just first-year uh, first players through the draft, and it's pretty intriguing. So it's going to come out later this week, so go check it out, theathletic.com slash New Orleans, theathletic.com slash NFL. And how can folks subscribe? Uh, go check that out or any kind of articles that I have at Larry Holder. Uh, definitely go do that. And look, we, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's growing in droves. It's amazing yes. uh, how we've been doing. And, uh, look, we're super proud. And, uh, look, we're going to keep on trucking. Yeah, oh. Doing a great job as always. Larry, thanks for your time each and every Monday. I certainly appreciate it. Look forward to our conversation next week. You got it, bud. Larry Holder of The Athletic. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Your AC breaks down there, there for you. We are in the dog days of summer. Now, it's not August yet, okay, but again, it is hot, and it's only going to continue to get hotter. Whether, again, you're looking for, for preventive maintenance and um, uh, to maintain that, that system, so, again, that, it, that it's working properly for you throughout the summer. That's something Burkhardt can come undo. The cleaning and maintenance is necessary. Or, again, if you, need, if you need work and you need help to get it back up and running, if for some reason you can't get the, they can't get the system up and running for you, it's gone, it's kaput, they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. You want a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gym. Uh, much like Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, it's becoming the highest-selling limited-edition spirit in the super premium gin category. Uh, you want to taste the fantastic uh, gin? Uh, taste Hendrix Gin. Hendrix Neptunia Gin with that unmistakable uh, crisp citrus finish. Uh, available now at your favorite spirit store. Also, again, should be at your favorite restaurant or bar. If it's not, demand it. Part of the portfolio of William Grant. We'll be right back.
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Wrens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working on play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deere.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Food, family, and fun on the lakefront. That's UNO Privateer Baseball. Support your privateers and enjoy great college baseball action along with Crawfish Saturdays and Sunday Kids Days. Tickets start at just $8 if you buy in advance. Get your tickets today at UNOPrivateers.com or call 504-280-GAME. Be a hero for your home team and enjoy a great day on the lake at Maystree Field. That's UNOPrivateers.com or call 504-280-GAME. Go Privateers! 
All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Coming up next is Ken Trahan with All Access. Les is going to be his guest. I want to thank our guests, uh, Fletcher Mackle and also Larry Holder. Join us on the program. We'll be back in studio for producing. I want to thank Henry's uh, Neptunia Gin for our, our title sponsor on a Monday. Get out there and grab it while you can. It's a limited edition uh, spirit for you in the super premium gin category. Definitely worth, again, going out there and grabbing a bottle. Also want to thank all the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor to sponsor our program. Click on their icon. takes you right to their website. Everything you need to know is right there. And as always, New Orleans, thanks so much for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catcher to the governor. That includes the man. They all got to go. Catch the 3-2.